When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, of course, powered by Overtime Media. I am Jake Kokorowski, senior writer at BadgerBlitz.com, which is your Rivals.com destination for all things Wisconsin. From the recruiting trail inside Camp Randall Stadium, of course, on the court of the Kohl Center. Happy Saturday. Happy weekend, folks. It's 60-ish, you know, but it's rainy here in Madison. But I'll take that warm weather. Uh, Also warm and Quite possibly hot, of course, the Wisconsin Badgers on the basketball court, earning that share of the, at least of the Big Ten regular season championship for the men's basketball program. We'll see on Sunday if they can, of course, clinch it outright and be the number one seed in the Big Ten conference tournament. But we'll talk about you know that next week and kind of recap the regular season a little bit more in detail. But for now, another big thing come up this weekend. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about this a little bit later. Wisconsin's going to have a junior day, a recruiting event uh, that they've done in the past. Uh, but so they're setting that up and you'll, we'll talk more about that. Also, we'll start off this podcast. Of course, we have our senior uh, anal- recruiting analyst, our publisher of badgerblitz.com. We got John McNamara here. We want to kick this off with talking about some of the new offers that Wisconsin's dished out this week. And I, you know, we, there's so much going on with basketball, uh, we've had football with coaching changes, all that. Kind of wanted to focus on some of the new offers and then talk a little bit more in detail about this junior day. John, thanks for making time this weekend, man. And seems like Wisconsin's getting busy with the new director of recruiting, essentially, or he doesn't have an official title, but but, but Mickey Turner and a lot more going on. Yeah, and, you know, Mickey Turner's in place now, and he will direct uh, Wisconsin's recruiting department and, um, you know, obviously I'm curious to see, you know, who, who Wisconsin adds below him and, you know, just how big that recruiting staff gets. But, um, you know, I think that, you know, being able to, you know, keep Mickey Turner on staff in, in that role is is pretty significant for Wisconsin. He's he's someone who's obviously been with Paul Chris during his time um, at Wisconsin as Wisconsin's head coach. And uh, he's recruited in, in the state of Michigan and, you know, most recently, um, kind of in parts on the East Coast. So, um, you know, always a guy who people, you know, recruits speak very highly of and, and family speak highly of. So uh, I'm curious to see, you know, what his vision is and what he does differently and, you know, really what, you know, his philosophy is um, in, in that new role there. And, you know, like you talked about, Jake, you know, just in the last handful of days here, we've seen some new offers go out. Um, Bobby Ingram, um, Wisconsin's new offensive coordinator and likely tight ends coach um, has, has sent out a few new offers. Um, Evan Link um, is the offensive lineman in that 2023 class from, you know, a popular spot where, uh, you know, Bobby Ingram uh, has some ties to out there on the East coast uh, jumps out. Um, you know, we had a chance to talk to Nate Johnson, uh, a cornerback down in Florida who, you know, picked up an offer and is talking about taking an official visit. Um, Trey Spivey is a kid from Arizona, and if that name sounds familiar, his dad, Junior Spivey, uh, played for the Milwaukee Brewers for one season, and he's talking about coming up and visiting this spring. 
Um, so yeah, it's it's been a, a more busy week for Wisconsin, and it's all going to you know come to a big head here on Sunday with Wisconsin's Junior Day, um, which is their biggest event so far uh, this calendar year. Right. And, you know, talking about Turner real quick, you know, we still don't know his official title, just letting people know they said they will lead. Yeah. I think the press release said we'll lead Wisconsin's recruiting efforts. We don't know his exact title in that regard, but then uh, also too, yeah, we don't know exactly who is Wisconsin's tight ends coach now, because with the press release that came out, uh, what going to be almost like what, two weeks now uh, go coming up, uh, you know, Bob Bostad's the officially the new offensive line coach, Bill Sheridan, who recently from Air Force, uh, you, you know, the defensive line coach there is now the inside linebackers coach uh, for there. And uh, yeah, yeah. Then the announcement that Mickey Turner is going to be transitioning uh, to direct the recruiting efforts for the football program. But, uh, you know, kind of talking about this, you've had a chance to talk to a couple of guys, right? You talked to Trey Spivey, which for Wisconsin fans, you got to love the Wisconsin connection with Junior Spiver there. You talked to Nate Johnson earlier this week, too. Uh, you know, talking about, uh, let's start with Spivey, just what stands out about his game and, and just what have, you know, who's kind of recruiting him and what, how are they being discussed? You know, how is Wisconsin discussing utilizing him uh, within the program? Yeah. Elvis Witted is serving as that lead contact. And if you look at these last, I'd say two recruiting classes for him, you know, he seems to be looking for those receivers with some um, you know, with some size, um, and you know, Trace Spivey certainly fits that. You know, six foot three, six foot four, maybe 180 pounds, um, and it, like I said, it kind of fits the mold of what Witted has looked for um, in these last few recruiting classes, looking to potentially add some more size uh, to the position. Which, you know, obviously that's it's it seems like a good thing, but it's you know, it's tough to find you know guys who are six foot three and six foot four who can play at receiver. But yeah, I got a chance to talk to Spivey, and he said. Yeah, you know, the, the teams that are talking to me right now, including Wisconsin, think that I can play receiver, and he's a guy who thinks he can play, you know, on the perimeter and in the slot as well. So, um, no, there's no, there's no talk of him, you know, moving to tight end at the next level. Um, so that's that's where Wisconsin envisions him playing at wide receiver. And, you know, you look back at a guy like Tommy McIntosh, who, you know, six foot three, six foot four. I, I think some places maybe six foot five listed. I'm curious to see exactly what he is when he gets to Wisconsin. But, you know, those guys with size – it seems to be something that Elvis Wood is trying to add to that wide receiver position. Very intriguing there. And kind of going on to the other side of the ball. Again, you had a chance to talk with them. 2023 cornerback, Nate Johnson, something about a virtual visit. What, what stood out about, you know, that when talking with Johnson? Yeah, we haven't heard much about virtual visits. It was something that Wisconsin used quite a bit of, um, you know, when the world shut down, I suppose, and recruiting kept on going and, you know, they would, when kids were not able to come to campus, um, they set up virtual visits. So that's the first time I heard a virtual visit, I guess, in the last, you know, couple months or so. Um, but obviously he's down in Florida. They want to give him a taste of the campus. And now the next thing with Johnson is trying to get him up. And he talked about already, you know, Wisconsin and led by uh, cornerbacks coach Hank Botit is trying to get him on campus for an official visit in June. So, you know, even though it seems like a long ways away, you're starting to line up some guys who you want to get on campus for official visits already. So Johnson falls in that category. Um, you know, if you talk about what Elvis Wooded likes at receiver, you know, then you kind of on the other side of the ball, you talk about what, you know, Jim Leonard and Hank Boteet like the defensive back position. It seems to be that versatility. Um, you know, he, when I talked to Johnson, he said, you know, I could play safety, I could play corner. 
And there's some schools even liking that wide receiver. Wisconsin likes him at defensive back, but you know, bringing that versatility, um, you know, similar to maybe like Avon Jones in that 2022 class, where yeah, he probably comes in and plays corner, but he could probably play in the slot. He could play safety if you needed him to. So I think they like that versatility there, and I think that's why Johnson came away with that offer. Yeah, right now Johnson technically doesn't have a, a star rating, but he's got some impressive offers from Power 5 programs. You're talking about Boston College, Indiana, Iowa State, Minnesota, West Virginia, uh, among those you know offer, offering them. So, I mean, the, he has Power 5 interest uh, from Clearwater, Florida, uh, not necessarily, uh, you know, the Miami area or the Fort Lauderdale area that you've seen Wisconsin recruit otherwise uh, in, that re, in that, you know, previously with like a Samar Melvin or Fayon Hicks, Rashad Wild Goose. But again, another South Florida type player that, uh, you know, is intriguing there. Looking at that too, um, you know, I believe you had a chance to talk, talk with them too. Matthew Klopfenstein, if I'm not mistaken, the uh, prep player out of Arizona. Yeah, I got a chance to talk to him as well. Um, you know, big kid from Arizona. Wisconsin's been selective with those offers at the tight end position. Um, so it was interesting to see where their next offer went out. Uh, you know, right now, Kai Black is probably atop their board at, at uh, tight end. But, you know, now I'm expecting more offers to go out. So, you know, he's a kid. Like I said, we don't know for sure, you know, who's going to take over that tight end position with Mickey Turner now in the recruiting department. Uh, Bobby Ingram makes sense. But again, that's not official just yet. So, um, you know, he's certainly someone to watch. And then, you know, even looking at this weekend, Jackson Carver is a kid who I think from that tight end position likely leaves campus with an offer. So um, I, I think in this class, two makes sense at tight end after taking one in the previous cycle um, with JT Seagreve. So um, it, it, I think more offers are going to go out. Kloppenstein picked up one. And like I said, I, I think um, Jackson Carver could leave with one uh, as well this weekend when he takes that junior day visit on Sunday. We'll hit on one more of it, one more, or maybe two more. What, what about Evan Link? You talked about the this in terms of the offer going out to him, and obviously the old stopping grounds, the Gonzaga, you know, the prep college. Obviously, Gonzaga College uh, prep kind of high school that's that produced. Obviously, Dean Ingram, perhaps someone like a Caleb Williams. Obviously, there was uh, from our talks earlier this year too, but you know, what stands out about his game? He looks big, six six two ninety. He lists himself as, uh, but again, you talked about Bobby Ingram and, and an offer there, but he seems to be an intriguing prospect too. Yeah. Bob boasted as well. You know, you would imagine is, um, you know, in the conversation when they're offering offensive linemen. So it's been interesting to see, you know, his perspective of guys that, you know, stand out to him and guys that he feels comfortable about offering. I think Link is probably the the third or, you know, I think the third or fourth guy Wisconsin has offered since Bob Bostead's taken over in the, on the offensive line there. So, yeah, like you mentioned, Jake, a big kid, six foot six, about, you know, 290 pounds. Um, right now we have him as a three-star offensive lineman. Uh, haven't had a chance to connect with him yet, but, I'm, you know, obviously with all these guys, you try to get him on campus as quickly as you can. Um, you know, pretty – Pretty contested offer sheet right now. Penn State's there, Michigan's there, uh, Miami's there, a host of other schools. So um, it'll be interesting to see if that Bobby Ingram connection helps Wisconsin get Evan Link on campus sometime this spring or maybe even in the summer for an official visit. We are back here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, of course, powered by Overtime Media. We've got John McNamara, recruiting analyst, publisher of BadgerBlitz.com, along with me, 
senior writer Jake Kokorowski. We're talking recruiting today on this episode. Already talked about some new offers that have just been uh, released for Wisconsin. Uh, you know, you're seeing those recruits tweet those out. But let's talk about an event coming up. And for those that subscribe and view our YouTube channel, I kind of talked a little bit with Rivals.com recruiting analyst Clint Cosgrove earlier this week about the event of a junior day. What exactly is it? What exactly entails? Who visits? What can and can't be done? And so we encourage you to check that out. But Wisconsin, again, uh, we'll be hosting a bunch of recruits coming up this Sunday. So tomorrow we're recording on Saturday afternoon right now. John, you know, with this, it seems like, you know, and we have this up, you have an article up on badgerblitz.com right now. seems like there's some, you know, interesting, intriguing names going forward uh, that should be in town uh, coming up. Yeah, I think it starts with the defensive line position. And, you know, Ross Kalaji's done a real nice job of, of getting guys who are expected to be there on Sunday, you know, on that guest list for Wisconsin. Uh, you know, Tyler Gant is a kid right away who sticks out, a longtime target for the Badgers in this class. Um, he has a top five right now of Wisconsin, Arkansas, Iowa, Iowa State, Kentucky. Um, that's not necessarily set in stone. You know, you could see some more schools offering him, um, you know, more schools moving into the picture for, you know, getting him on campus for a visit and stuff like that. So, you know, I would imagine that, you know, he visits for the junior day. Obviously, he has an offer already, and I think he'll visit again potentially in the summer if he's still looking to make a decision there. Wisconsin's in a nice spot with him. Um, they saw him last uh, last summer when he picked up his offer during summer camp, and then they had him again on campus in the fall. Um, Sadir Mitchell, right now the number 16 defensive tackle in the country, he's going to make uh, the trip from the East Coast to Wisconsin. You know, big time, uh, you know, prospect at the defensive line position. Florida State's there for him, Georgia, Michigan, Penn State. Texas A&M, USC, Virginia, the list kind of goes on and on there. Um, you know, he was someone when Wisconsin offered and throughout his recruitment, you know, after I didn't know that Wisconsin would be much of a player in his recruitment, but he'll be there um, or he's scheduled to be there. And then from the state of Illinois, you know, there's three guys I think are going to be in the offer conversation. Brooks Barr, a defensive end, uh, Jamil Howard Jr. And Roderick Pierce, both tackles there. Um, from those three, I think Barr gets an offer. You know, six foot six, 250 pounds, got a lot of scholarships right now. You know, probably one of the hotter prospects in the Midwest in terms of his recruitment this winter. I think he leaves with an offer in hand. And then you go up to, you know, the state of Minnesota where uh, Ilinus Davis, another big defensive tackle, be there. Um, guy that Wisconsin uh, has, has been recruiting for a while. He'll get a chance to see the campus. So, um, you know, just as a, a position group that stands out to me it's definitely the, the defensive line where there's some offered guys you know some priority targets who are going to be there and then maybe you know one or two or even three guys who potentially could leave with an offer in hand um, once the dust kind of settles on Sunday evening so within a pro you know uh, not a pro day pro day is next week by the way folks badgerblitz.com will be there uh, on Wednesday for Wisconsin pro day and check out of course our YouTube channel uh, regarding we have interviews with tons of former Badgers that should be competing in that I would I would guess going forward. But back to Junior Day, you know, how would you describe what takes place during not just a Junior Day, like I asked Clint earlier this week, but what takes place during or has taken place during previous Wisconsin Junior Days that you've heard 
from other recruits based on your interviews and discussions with them? Yeah, you're trying to get as much as you can to them in, in a short amount of time while they're on campus. Um, obviously, you, you start with you know, general presentations, meet and greets. Um, in past junior days, you've had players from the current roster who oftentimes will come and potentially answer questions for recruits in, in a panel session. Um, the strength and conditioning coaches play a big role in the junior days where they present the program and you know what Wisconsin does in the weight room and nutrition. Um, you know, there's, there's been times where, um, you know, academic people are there to, to talk about the academic paths that are available, but, you know, most of the time is spent, you know, building that relationship with lead recruiters, uh, building that relationship with position coaches, um, you know, just, you know, for some of these guys, it's, it's Wisconsin's maybe first chance or a position coach's first chance to see a guy in person and then see if he kind of passes the eyeball test there. So, um, you know, with Sunday, and like they've done in previous junior days, I would imagine that um, around one o'clock they get them over to the Cole Center for the basketball game, um, and that's sometimes the last piece there um, before they head home for the day. So you know you only have a certain amount of time. Some of these guys are coming off visits uh, to, to different schools on Saturday, so uh, you're trying to pack in as much as you possibly can in, in the amount of time that you have them on campus. So again, facilities, talking about your program, connecting with position coaches, connecting with lead recruiters. And, you know, really just showing what Wisconsin has to offer. Um, but I think, like I mentioned before, big piece and a, something a lot of guys come away talking about is, you know, I, I got to ask players on the current roster questions. And I had those answers. And sometimes that's really insightful and helpful um, as kids who are going through the recruiting process, getting a chance to talk to someone who has went through the recruiting process and obviously wound up at Wisconsin. And so within that, too, since you've been doing this for how many years now, like what, 15, 16 years of recruiting now. And with the, the advent of these junior days now, you know, which ones have paid off in the past? Do you feel for, for Wisconsin? I think you and I would both agree probably, you know, not probably, but definitely for the 2021 class with the junior days in January and March, 2020 helped, you know, you saw a lot of kids uh, stand out recruits, you know, eventually find their way to committing to Wisconsin that year. Uh, but are there any others that stand out to you? Yeah. You, you know, the last one was what 2020 uh, right before, you know, college yep. campuses shut down and just about everything else shut down uh, where Wisconsin had, uh, you know, TJ Bowler's on campus, Daryl Peterson on campus, Evan Pugh on campus. Um, I'm sorry, Jack Pugh on campus as well. Um, Wisconsin ends up getting all three of those guys. And that was kind of the last impression that they had, you know, going into the spring and then the summer and then the fall where they weren't able to take visits. So I think that was big for Wisconsin. And, you know, for all three of those guys as well, there were really strong relationships already built there. So it wasn't really for any of those guys the first time they got the chance to see Wisconsin. It was really kind of cementing it and even probably icing on the cake for a few of those kids who ended up coming to Wisconsin. Um, you know, even just going back past years, uh, sometimes they would have in-state junior days where they would target the, the you know, top handful of in-state guys. They would offer and, and get commitments um, right away. You know, you go all the way back. I remember, um, you know, Jordan Kahoot and Shelby Harris. Uh, they offered those two at a junior day and they committed on the spot. And there's been other situations where that's happened as well. Um, they've kind of gotten away from, you know, in-state junior day and, you know, national junior day. Now it's, 
you know, just a lot of their top targets, doesn't matter where you're coming from here, um, that are going to be on campus on Sunday. So, um, you know, speaking of the in-state kids, I'm curious to see if Nate White leads, leads with an offer. Um, Wisconsin has yet to uh, extend a scholarship to an in-state prospect in that 2023 class, but uh, Nate White could be uh, the person who changes that. Uh, the kid from Rufus King uh, plays running back, but, you know, really, if you, if you watch his film, I think he can help in a lot of different areas there. Um, right now he's got a handful of offers, Iowa State, Minnesota, Purdue, Vanderbilt, uh, Western Michigan, Northern Illinois. He just seems like a kid where he's from inside the state and you just don't have that type of talent come in year in and year out where Wisconsin's going to say, hey, he has to be a priority for us. We have to keep him inside the state because of his talent and, you know, the position that he plays. So I, it's certainly not guaranteed, but I, I would imagine if things go well that Nate White leaves Wisconsin with an offer on Sunday. John, as always, good catching up with you, my friend. Besides the Twitter DMs, we go back and forth on to uh, communicate with uh, with our team. But what else is coming up for BadgerBlitz.com this weekend and into next? Yeah, the emphasis is, you know, the junior day on Sunday. Uh, but, but, you know, there's the basketball team's doing very well. Uh, I'm sure everyone's been following that ride. Ben Wargel's been covering the team extremely well. Um, he is going to obviously be there on Sunday for Wisconsin's uh, game against Nebraska to potentially clinch uh, the Big Ten outright there, and then he'll head to Indianapolis. Um, you know, We have the Junior Day coming up as well. Um, I'm sorry, the Pro Day coming up as well on <laughs> Wednesday. Uh, it, it's it's a very busy time, and people think the offseason, you know, there's nothing going on, but there's, there's a ton going on here. Uh, so, you know, look, I expect 25-plus guys to be in Madison on Sunday. We're going to try to talk to – you know, each and every one of them to get their take on how things went. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a very busy time. Things are things are going to ramp up recruiting-wise. And then, again, you know, they're still putting the finishing touches on, on their coaching uh, staff, their on-field staff there. So um, I expect more hires to be made there. So I think there's going to be a lot going on uh, in March. We're going to take you right into spring ball. And then, uh, you know, once we get done with spring ball, it's going to be official visits. So the the news cycle never stops. And uh, it's be a great time to uh, – to dip your toe in the water and give us a chance to earn your business there. Absolutely. You combine Ben and John and I's reporting experience covering Wisconsin athletics. And it, it's over 40 years now, which is crazy. So uh, make sure you give us, guys give us a chance. John, we appreciate you again, man. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks for having me. Folks, that's John McNamara. We'll return. We're going to pay some more bills in terms of ads. Come back, wrap it up here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media. And we are back here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. Big thanks again to John McNamara, our recruiting analyst and publisher of BadgerBlitz.com for making time once again to talk offers, to talk junior day, etc. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at McNamara Rivals. Of course, you can follow BadgerBlitz.com at Badger underscore Blitz. Me at Jake Coco, K-O-C-O. Ben Morgel at the Badger Nation. And Raul Vasquez at Raul V45. Of course, it's going to be a busy week on BadgerBlitz.com. Again, like John said, pro day, junior day, men's basketball, recruiting in general. We have so much coming your way. Give us a chance to... Earn your business. Go to BadgerBlitz.com, Wisconsin.Rivals.com. Those are the two URLs where you, of course, can 
go and check out all of our content, all of our reporting. And of course, we've had a lot of fun doing it over 40 years of experience covering the various Wisconsin beats and beyond there. So on that note, folks, make sure you also go to not just subscribe to badgerblitz.com, the the rivals.com page, of course, but for free, what you can do is go to our podcast page, Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you find podcasts. I believe that's where we are. So for this podcast, hit the subscribe button. That's free. It's all you get your episodes uploaded uh, right away for viewing and check us out. Please leave some nice reviews. We are working our, our butts off to make sure y'all get the content you deserve. And we also want to help expand the brand as well. And then not just podcasting, but our YouTube channel. I talked about it before, right? Uh, we have plenty of former uh, Badger interviews. You talk about Leo Chanel, John Chanel, Scott Nelson. We're going to talk to Colin Wilder later this weekend, talking to Kendrick Pryor later this weekend. Fayon Hicks this week as, as well, along with a weekly Q&A with Clint Cosgrove, Rivals.com's recruiting analyst who's based out of the Midwest and a great talk each week with Clint. And we have another one coming up next week, uh, as well as Pro Day interviews coming up. Uh, we're going to have a lot more in store for the Wisconsin faithful on our YouTube page. And of course our main, our main page, badgerblitz.com there. So we thank you all for making time and thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, be well. We'll talk to you soon on another edition of the badgerblitz.com podcast. Of course, powered by overtime media.